Have you ever had someone refer to something going on in the community who asked you, what's going on there? What's the story with all that? The right answer lies with the people directly involved in it, the people who know. Why not hear their story? So welcome to What's the Story, Pekin? I'm Gary Gillis, your host, and I hope you enjoy this Pekin podcast. Uh, today, I welcome back Bert Dancy. He recently spoke about his dad and his mom and uh, their storied history, but he's also one who's been passionately involved and a passionate advocate for the Pekin Union mission. And I know he knows their story and also speaks to some of their plans for the future. So, Bert, welcome back. It's good to be here again. And if you could, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the Union mission and its story. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful story. It began really uh, in 1892, at least that's what I'm aware of, when some uh, men and women of the city uh, got together and wanted to uh, do something essentially for the poor uh, families uh, frequently that lived uh, closer to the river. And uh, that's when it informally started. They started a Sunday school there and then they incorporated in 1894, 1892 was when they started, 1894, I believe, 1895, they incorporated as the Pekin Union Mission Society. Mm. And uh, a couple of the wealthier Pekinites donated storefronts down there in the 200 block of Court Street, which is where they are now. And they started a Sunday school uh, mm. and recreational uh, at that time, I don't know what the recreation was. It was probably outdoor. But then in 22, uh, about the same year that the uh, courthouse, the new courthouse was built, the Hergots uh, donated funds to build what is now uh, the only thing remaining. We, we saved it because <laughs> it's 100 years old. It is in really, really uh, outstanding shape for 100 years old. The auditorium, the upstairs auditorium, mm -hmm. with the full 240-seat uh, auditorium, and, uh, and 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 then below it, the the basketball gym that many, many generations sure. of Pekinites know. Uh, and they and they just they had a book reading room, and they just served they served the poor in the community, uh, people that economically were on the fringe. There's some wonder wonderful photographs of kids in their in their uh, high jeans and barefoot mm -hmm. sitting in the Pekin Union Mission, you know, in the reading room, mm -hmm. uh, reading it, and uh, and uh, the just some storied people that lasted forever. Uh, Claude Smith came in uh, as, as, as an assistant superintendent when the original superintendents weren't there and uh, lasted 50 years. <laughs> You're just taking care of, uh, of doing it. And sure. they, had, they had many men, they had women's societies and, and men's societies and picnics. And, uh, you had a, had a picture when you uh, spoke at Rotary about a uh, girls basketball team yeah. and that was you know ahead of its time it was it, uh, it, it astounded me as i think i i mentioned at uh, when i spoke at the rotary yeah um, there's pictures of the from the early 30s of of women's sports teams mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, long before sure. 1984 and Title IX, that which right. brought it into the high school. Sure. Uh, so it was it, it they they it surprised me they reached out to everybody that mm -hmm. that needed it and uh, but over the years now as I think it not not to be criticize uh, any of the established churches because they were the ones it was people from all of the churches that that got together to set up this but the the, the established churches uh, I think they people that came in barefoot or dressed poorly just didn't feel welcome mm -hmm. and so th this gave those people a chance to worship and be together right. uh, and recreation but over the years the competition for people has changed greatly mm -hmm. uh, for for people so uh, the mission in most people's minds these days is a sports organization they've never stopped sports but we've done basketball at the mission and then with at 108 schools and now at grace church uh we've done baseball softball i don't think we ever got into soccer but we've always served uh the children in, in the community with recreational opportunities mm -hmm. uh probably 20 years ago there was trouble at shade park uh Bill Shade had run it for years and wondered run it masterfully, but but was got worn out doing sure. it, and uh, they came to us and said, "Would you take over?" So the mission adopted and brought into the fold uh, Shade Park, and we, we've been it's a wonderful facility out sure. there, okay. uh, tucked in the trees, and and uh, and we continue to sure. continue to service as much as we can, and and now. Uh, the old building that was built in 52 had some structural issues. Uh, Claude Smith, Dick Smith, tells me that Claude always was concerned about the, the design mm -hmm. of that building. And with, those, with that design, and it was functionally obsolescent too. So we uh, took down the, the new part, which was the 52 part, and uh, have rough plans and seeking an architect to put a new front on it with uh, handicapped accessible uh, bathrooms, uh, uh, a handicapped accessible structure, mm -hmm. uh, some office space, some meeting space, but we're keeping uh, the auditorium and the stage and and the uh, basketball court. So that's that's in the future. You mentioned, I think, an, an elevator that would be on the yeah, outside, no, uh, like a glass. There was a there was a uh, you know a chair electronic chair sure. that got you up the steps mm -hmm. but it, it it's gone now and we were the plan would be an eleva exterior elevator if we're dreaming it would be glass at the right. top so right. when you got to the top you'd look over the uh, the bottom land across the river and sure. the river but yeah to, to access the second floor so sure. so everybody can come to the second floor uh, they years uh, probably 15 years ago a local a theater group put on our American cousin, which mm -hmm. was the uh, Lincoln. Uh, it was the Lincoln, right? And uh, Dick Shermer built a presidential box, and they did the complete American, uh, not the complete. <laughs> they <laughs> they did the American cousin up until yeah. Booth's assassination. There, it was well attended. Yeah. It's it's really a, a yeah, beautiful. That's a, a neat story. It's I was a not aware beautiful of that. auditorium. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, it's old fashioned, but. That sure. works. That works sure. these days. Right. It's it's authenticity, which is impossible mm -hmm. to reproduce, sure. and, and you know. Oh yeah. So is there, is there a way that someone who would want to 
tour the facility, someone listening who'd want to see it uh, for its uh, history and for you know, the stories that uh, are part of that history. Um, is there a way they can do that or the event that's announced or something to that uh, effect? Once, once we're still, clean, you know, still cleaning up the results of demolition. Mm -hmm. So we're still cleaning up some stuff and getting power back to it. We had to take all the power out. Sure. Uh, and uh, I'd like to think that later in the spring, early summer, uh, occupancy, it, it, we, we might be under construction, but we may be able to, for anybody that's sure. interested. Sure, uh, well, we may want to. I, I love showing off. The auditorium yeah. just wows people. Well, it, yeah. it, it's, and I think uh, as part of the bicentennial, it would be great maybe in June when there's the downtown street fair they plan or, or some, some event like that. Uh, it would be a, a neat thing to do. I think people would enjoy seeing that, and uh, we'd encourage them to attend. Well, and, and at some point in the, in the old days, they raised money by rolling out the barrels. I think we mm -hmm. still have one of the barrels. Oh, really? People would put money in the barrels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so at some point, metaphorically, we're yeah. going to roll out the barrels and, yeah. and, and see who in the community would like to help us rebuild there the front yeah. part of the Pekin yeah. Union Mission. That'd be very cool. So it's a great story, Bert, and I, I appreciate you uh, coming down and sharing it with us. And uh, maybe we'll see you during that open house and uh, or rolling the barrel down Court Street. Yeah, it's uh, uh, there's a Founders Day in April, and when we when we meet for the Founders Day, I, I continue to think about the literally, literally tens of thousands of Pekinites mm -hmm. who have who have contributed. Sure. Uh, either w w with their time or 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 with their resources, mm -hmm. and who've been touched and and blessed. <laughs> by the presence of the Pekin Union Mission in their in their community. Yeah. So and we'd like another hundred years. Yes, very, very much so. So, Bert, thanks again, and we appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I want to thank those who make this effort possible, the Pekin Area Chamber of Commerce, our sound guy and recording expert, Mike Eaton, the Pekin Public Library for providing us a place to host and record, and to our many guests who add to the archives of What's the story, Pekin? Please be sure to share your thoughts by emailing us at pekinpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to rate us on whatever platform you listen to and stay tuned for more podcasts to come.